Hello, everyone. Welcome to the pod. Welcome. Welcome. One and all. All right, Corey. Uh oh. <laughs> I just thought <laughs> of this. Crutches or wheelchair? <laughs> Dude, wheelchair. I freaking hate uh, crutches. That's so funny. We'll fill them in. What happened? <clears throat> okay, well, you want the full story or the... Well, I guess I'll give you the short story. Condensed. Just, yeah, condensed. Um, well, the, the really short version is that I sprained my ankle really bad. The little longer version is that last Wednesday night, uh, I was playing basketball. I usually play basketball on Wednesday nights. And I was at the very end of the night... Um, and I jumped up. So the guy I was, I was guarding kind of was, was driving on me. I jumped up to block him. And then when I came back down, he was kind of like still like in that spot. Like he hadn't like kept running or like moved on. And, uh, and so when I was looking down to where I was going to land, cause I didn't block him, unfortunately. Um, then I was trying to avoid his feet cause I saw them like kind of under me. But then like when we were shuffling around, I landed on his foot, but I was kind of r- like jumping forward and so when I landed on his foot, my ankle like hyperextended forward. And then because of that, like my, my knee kind of buckled and then my right ankle tried to support myself, but I ended up rolling it. And then I twisted my knee like on its side because I was trying to like, um, cause then I was just all twisted up and stuff. And so then I was, I like rolled onto the ground. I was screaming, holding both my ankles. I thought for sure they were both broken or something. <laughs> I was like, what are the odds that both of my ankles break on the same night? Um, so needless, needless to say, the game was over. Uh, they brought me a bunch of ice. I elevated the the ankle. My right one ended up being fine. My, my knee was a little bit sore, but the left one just started swelling up like a balloon. Um, so I drove myself home, but then when I got home, uh, you know, I told Monique, I showed her, we took my sock off and then saw that like it was already starting to turn colors. And there was like these two giant like bubbles on my ankle. Like one was like right where the joint is on the front. And the other one was like off to the side, but not on the ankle itself. Cause it was like, it wasn't like an ankle roll. It was just like a hyper extension almost. And, um, and she was like, yeah, it's broken for sure. And, uh, she was like, okay, well, do you want to make, make appointment or do you want to go to the ER? And I was like, well, I don't really want to go to the ER. Um, and so why don't we go tomorrow? But then like 15 minutes passed and just like taking off the sock and like just having it out. And I think like all their adrenaline finally like, uh, like kind of like drained down a little bit and it just started throbbing and I was like, I couldn't handle it anymore. I was like on the verge of tears, which I almost never am, but it just hurts so bad. So I went to the ER, got the x-rays. So long story short at like 3am they came back and they said, uh, that it wasn't broken. It was just a really severe sprain and that I'd probably have to be off of it for a couple of weeks. And, uh, so they gave me crutches and now I'm a cripple. Man. <laughs> oh, but okay, wait, the best part of the story, which I totally forgot. I totally skipped over was, um, so I managed, uh, I managed to drive home, but then Monique met me down there. And of course that night it's raining. It's like pouring <laughs> like the one night in San Diego where it's just absolutely, uh, just crazy downfall. So she gets me up the stairs to our apartment because we're up like two flights of stairs basically. But then we, when we needed to get back down to the car to go to the ER, she had to uh, pull our car around to the back where the alley is because it's a little bit shorter and it's like one, there's only a couple stairs you have to go up and down. Um, but I could not walk at all. Like literally, like I, I couldn't move it one, but also just like uh, there was no way I could even even like hop because just like shaking it around would hurt, would hurt a lot. So we had to get my office chair 
and and like plant me on the on on the office chair, get me onto it, and then roll me down to the end of the hallway, and then like (laughs) basically like hop down the stairs back onto the chair, up the hill to the other set of stairs, up those couple stairs, and then into the car. And the whole time it was pouring like we was were it like soaked a funny moment between you guys or were you oh just, yeah like, we were like this is the most ridiculous thing ever like what are the odds that i sprained my ankle and it's pouring that same night that's funny yeah but uh good times dude i hate it yeah i feel like there's some people who um kind of you know they kind of secretly like the attention and they're like oh no poor me i'm like i don't even want to be seen mm-hmm. i don't want to do anything I hate it. I just hate my life miserable. I didn't go to church on Sunday because I was like, I knew people were just going to ask me about it. And I'm super done for, or super ready for it to be done. Hmm. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry that you have to postpone those uh, hoop hoop dreams. Oh, you know? no, bro. It's sad. I was nice that night, too. Hmm. I was like one of my better nights. You were cooking? I was cooking. Hmm. But yeah, to answer your question, wheelchair, for sure. <laughs> it's way easier. I, I honestly wasn't playing that. I just like thought of it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good question. That's a good one. Boom. It's great. Awesome, oh, man. Corey. All right. Well, why don't you um, transition us? Yeah, there's really no way to, to segue here. But um, we wanted to continue our little uh, trickled series here on the Ten Commandments and uh, and other of the major commandments that God gives. So today, in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the Second Commandment. Um, and this one was actually, okay, so we were talking True a little bit false. before. What? Is the second commandment different from the first commandment? Yes. No, true or false, Corey. Oh, <laughs> that's not an so option. I'll, I'll rephrase uh, it. Wait. The second commandment is different from the first commandment. True. True. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Okay. For all those that are in the gray, you know, just want to make, want right, to right, clear right. Okay, it up yeah. a little bit. It, it's very different um, in, in kind of subtle ways. But uh, but that's why I think it's so interesting to talk about. We'll talk about some of those nuances here. But like we talked about with the first commandment, I think, but especially with the second commandment, there's a lot more behind the scenes and there's a lot more between the lines and there's a lot more applications that you wouldn't really think about unless you kind of really dove into it. So that's what I want to get into. Um, so maybe I can just start us out with uh, reading the verse and, yes. um, and uh, we can take it from there. So Exodus 20 Verses four says, um, you shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on earth beneath or in water under the earth. And so the, the main part there would be you shall not make for yourself an idol or a false image of God. Um, and so it's, it's interesting here, you know, like, like you said, um, th- the first and second payment seem similar. So what's what's your perception of like what it is and so yeah, what it I, means? In like the reading that I've done and like the commentary that I kind of looked into, the main um okay, well the first thing that I found like it's a common thread among everything that I read was uh, everyone mentioned that they are closely like linked together, the first yes. and second commandment. They they are similar. I feel like I feel like you hold on a second, Max is being crazy. Max, just chill. <laughs> Sorry, he's like biting my ankle. Okay. Maximus, dude, come on. He bites hard, dude. I bet super hard. Hey, gosh. Um, this is what happens when I don't play with him all day, you know, mm. he's just cooped up in the office. Um, okay. So the common thread is that they are pretty closely linked. The main, or I think the biggest, when I, when I read this, uh, point, it, it kind of made more sense to me. Basically it said, uh, this one that I read talked about, um, that this commandment specifically addressing like, um, having an idol of God in like a fit in, in the physical form. Okay. Like that being something that God is 
like definitely not cool with. He's not down with that. He talked a lot about like the idea of like you know what if we could really know exactly who God is and like and know his hmm. all of his uh, you know ins and outs and his exact traits. And it talked about like you know we see all these different pictures of who God is. We see him being really gentle. We see him being you know dealing with us kindly. We see his his wrath. We see his anger. We see his jealousy. So it kind of talked about like God is intricate. He is unique and he, there's a lot, a lot of layers to him. And the reality is, you know, we, we couldn't create like an idol or an image or some kind of physical object that clearly and distinct, that distinctively um, like described who he was. And that was, that's mm. one of the reasons why he has this commandment of you will have no idols um, of me. And so, yeah, um, that was when I read that commentary, that probably sums up, I guess my thinking of it right now before we talk about it. So, yeah. And I think that's the most common, um, I guess like the uh, like the first thing that comes to mind is like the physical application there where it's like you should not make an idol or like something, you know, that represents God, uh, um, you know, that you would worship just like it would be God. Uh, but there's also the spiritual idol of God, or I guess like the, the spiritual um, image or uh, basically like represent, representation of God that we have. And I thought it was interesting. So, um, a lot of this is from um, one of Mark's messages at Foothills called uh, the Church in uh, the Church of the Mountain. I think it was called the Church on the Mountain um, versus the Church in the Valley. And so he talks about super interesting because he talks about how you know the context of when the Ten Commandments were given is uh, you know they're in the desert basically. They're kind of like things are a little bit like chaotic. You know, like they don't really know they don't have any rules yet. <laughs> like again, going back to the, our previous episode on the Ten Commandments, like, like literally there was nothing to go off of, like, here's why you shouldn't or should not do this. Um, here are the rules to, to live by, right? Uh, and so Moses goes up on the mountain for 40 days to receive these instructions and Ten Commandments from God. Uh, and he's learning, you know, like on the, on the 40, it doesn't take God 40 days to give or like create the Ten Commandments for Moses. The rest of that time is spent like, talking and explaining and teaching Moses how these apply in real life. In the meantime, very ironically, uh, the Israelites down below in the valley are basically breaking all the Ten Commandments. Um, and one of the first things that they do is uh, they they come and they, um, they, they grumble to Aaron and they say, hey, uh, Moses has abandoned us. You know, why don't we make for ourselves an them, idol yeah. of God um, for us to worship? And uh, Aaron being kind of like the um, uh, the passive kind of submissive person that he is, um, is like, okay, well, everyone give me your earrings um, and then I'm going to melt it down and then we'll make a golden calf for us to worship. But what's interesting is that what they say is, let us make an idol so that we can uh, worship the Lord or worship God. So it wasn't that they were worshiping a different God. It was that they were worshiping this image of, of God There's that they needed an image exactly so the first commandment says you shall not have any other gods the second um, commandment is that you shall not have any false images mm-hmm. of me of God mm-hmm. um, because there are right and wrong ways to view and to worship God which makes it really interesting um, because he says specifically like uh, if you look in the text I think the the original um, basically like the, like the meaning is let us make, uh, an image so that we can worship Yahweh. Like it's, it's very specifically pointed at God. Like there's no gray line of like, who were they trying to worship? They were trying to worship God, but they are worshiping their own version of God, mm-hmm. which is a, a big kind of, 
um, misconception there. And so basically like the road that I wanted to take it down and, and maybe kind of the more practical takeaways here were basically uh, taking that whole concept of um, how are we, like what are, the, what are the false images that we have of God and um, and basically like what's the difference, you know, like of worshiping God and worshiping our own version of God. Because one of the things that Mark says, right, is that like uh, a false image of God or basically like a spiritual idol of God is simply a subjective but untrue view of who God is. And he gives examples of like, you know how people say, well, my God would never do mm-hmm. or say that. Or I feel like God wouldn't care about, you know, me doing this little thing over here or breaking this one thing. Um, or I don't believe that God X or would X or does X. Um, like, I don't believe that God sends people to hell or I don't believe that God um, hates these certain people or my God wouldn't say that, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z. Basically, we create our own uh, interpretation of who God is and that's our own version of God. Which is, I mean, and now it makes sense of like, that's a really big deal, mm-hmm. right? If you're just changing who God is, and making a, a false version of who God is in your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think hearing it from the perspective of like those sayings of my God wouldn't say that, my God w- wouldn't do, you know, blank or X. Um, it's funny because I guess that, that doesn't matter. Like, great that you think yeah. that, but like what does the Bible actually say who God is? Um, and as you're talking about it, I was kind of thinking like, yeah, like we, I think we're, 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 we're actively doing this. People are like, for sure, like, this is like super common thing of our image, our picture of God. And, I, and I, again, as you were speaking, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, you know, I had this image of God in my head and we all, we all have like this picture. So I know when I was younger, I, um, I don't know why <laughs> I always uh, pictured God as the McDonald's guy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that no funny? Way. I have no idea why from like a young age, dude, like, and just stopped when I got older. Oh, but, that's so uh, amazing. Every time I pictured him, it was like, you know, the red the, Afro. So a clown essentially yeah oh my <laughs> that's so scary isn't that funny i, I have no idea why that was now my just image picture pennywise God. from it <laughs> <laughs> I, that movie, I thought movies land dude i fell asleep i didn't watch it um anyway so <laughs> i guess my point i was trying to make was um i guess it, it doesn't matter like in, in here like we're yeah. talking about like what does the bible say what does the bible say you know how should god be viewed what is his what is the perception that you know god has in the bible that's what matters it doesn't matter yeah. what we can make up because it's subjective like mark said like it, it doesn't hold any weight or ground mm-hmm. yeah one of the big thing, one of the big things that he stressed about was how um the second commandment is a good reminder that we need to trust and rely on the bible to tell us who god is not our own subjective experiences or opinions or interpretations basically um because there's all sorts of different ways that we can skew what someone says uh, the meaning of a verse or like take a verse out of context um, or we can just completely ignore it altogether. Um, but like if you really want to know who God is and have a good image of it, like just read, like just take the Bible and like this is who God is. There is no room for, uh, to, you know, to the left or to the right of who God could be. It's basically just saying like this is who God mm-hmm. is. Um, and the line that I really love uh, that he says is, he says, a person's lifestyle always reflects their image of God. Because if their image of God is that he's lenient and that he doesn't care about X, Y, and That's Z, or that, um, 
you know, uh, that there's always grace and forgiveness or that God doesn't care if they do X, Y, and Z, you know, or that God acts in certain uh, ways, like he doesn't send people to hell or that he uh, is okay with this certain genre of sin or lifestyle or people group, um, then that's the way you're going to live, right? I mean, that those are like, it basically changes the rules for you. Mm-hmm. But if your image of God is uh, correct, right, if you have a very biblical view of God, then that's going to also change um, the way that you live and the way that you see God. And he breaks it down. He says, um, there's a church in the mountain, and these are people who rely on who God says he is in the Bible and see his commandments as true guidelines for life. And then we have the church in the valley who rely on their own subjective experiences and convenient opinions and see his commandments as suggestions. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's kind of like, buffet style Christianity, you know, where you just like pick and choose what you like and then you just ignore the rest and keep it yeah. or leave it for someone else to deal with. Yeah. I'm not going to lie at the buffet. I'm one of those guys, I guess like two or three plates to start <laughs> out with, you know, <laughs> you go to like the Asian section and the Mexican <laughs> section and Bro, to the American section. start with the Mexican section every single time. Beans really? And rice, the salt. Oh yeah. Dude, the chips. It's like an appetizer, you know, got to get started then make your way into the main courses, you know? See, my own thing, my only thing with buffets is that, why would you go to a buffet? You are crazy. To get food that you could get elsewhere who like specifically makes that food. Because you get so much of it, unlimited quantities. Okay. Um, you don't know this about me, but I'm, I will cannot anymore. I used to be big time on buffets. Hometown buffet? That was where I went for my sixth grade birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I'm learning so much today. We so went, you used to see God as a clown, yes, the McDonald's man. Yes, sir. Buffets apparently are a big part of who you are mm-hmm. and what you love. Correct. Very interesting stuff. Get ready for what's next. Oh, no. <laughs> no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, what could be better than uh, that's that? That's funny. Um, I had a thought I wanted to say, but I, I'm sorry for making us go off track. No worries. I'm sorry for having personality and spunk, you know. That, that's <laughs> trying okay. to keep it spicy. <laughs> hey, um, what are you trying to say? That you're pretty much to the script. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. We'll talk core because I'll remember. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to the script. So uh, anyways, I think th- the whole thing that's that's super interesting to me is basically like, uh, what does this commandment mean and what should we do with it? So he says, you shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven. I think for the most part, uh, we can follow th- this commandment to the T as far as like the physical representations of God, the physical idols, you know, like we're not going to make, we're not going to fashion for ourselves a golden calf uh, or any sort of shrine or um, I don't know, like thing hanging up in your house. Right. I think that's relatively easy to follow. Like you just don't do it or don't go to the work of creating one or or buying one. Um, The spiritual aspect though, I think that it's a really good reminder of like, we constantly need to be pulling our attention back into who is God and who does he say that he is and not who do I think he is and who what, who do I want yeah. him to be? Okay, that's the part I, I wanted to comment on because I think the first part about like the um, about like the boundaries of not having like a physical image uh, idol of God, like that's pretty cut and dry, easy, like, you know, either yeah. you do or you don't do that. But I think the other part about like what is your image, what is your understanding, what is your perception of God, like that's obviously more like blurred. Like if you if you find yourself in that place of having like this, you know, misconstrued idea of who he is. Like, how do you go about correcting that? Because mm. you know, there, the Bible is filled with, uh, one, one of the things that I read was, uh, simply, I don't have the quote written down, but it talked about basically like, um, 
like simply like look at the Bible to to learn and educate yourself on who God is. But I guess if if you're someone that maybe you're unfamiliar with the Bible, you don't know a lot about it. Like there's a lot to read. There's a lot to really yeah. study to understand who like is this God? Who who is God? What, what makes him? What is his character? So how mm. do you if you're on that side, how do you how do you you know where's your check and balance? Like how do you figure this out? Yeah, I mean, like we said before, I think that the Bible is like the ultimate source. Um, and so you can explore that yourself and you can read through and like, if you haven't read through the Bible, do it, you know, like take notes. Uh, you can even, um, go through some sort of study guide or, or plan or devotional. Um, but then also, I mean, that's the reason why we have pastors and teach and teachers who can, uh, show us things or reveal to us things that we maybe don't catch in the Bible or that can kind of bring more truth and application out of what we've read, um, and give us new perspectives. Uh, and then there's, you know, friends and people that we commune with. And there's people who hopefully should kind of like keep us in line of, uh, um, you know, Hey, like maybe that's not the most accurate view of who God is, or maybe, uh, you know, have you considered this other perspective or this other truth or this other verse, maybe that contradicts, uh, what you think or believe. Um, uh, but I mean, it's not really like an easy, easy thing to correct. Like there's so many, I mean, I'm sure that we could probably find something of like, Oh yeah, I, maybe my view isn't like completely accurate here. You know, it's like you're never. Uh, it's hard to just like go from zero to one of like, all right, I have a perfect image of who God is, mm-hmm. and like believe everything is true. Like some things are take a little bit more time, or just need more time to be revealed to you, mm-hmm. um, for you to know it. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, it's like a like a process of just learning, and I think it's like a like a lifelong kind of just as you grow more and know God more. Like you'd learn more about him. Simple yeah. as that, you know? Yeah. You know, what book is really good though is mere Christianity. Um, I feel like I wrote it off for years because it just sounded like, yeah, I read it. A cliche. You haven't read mm-hmm. it. Oh dude. It's, I mean, it's on my list. He, he's such an amazing writer. It's really short. Is it? Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I, you could probably read it in a day if you really wanted to, um, it'd take a few hours, but man, every chapter is like, this new truth of like who God is and what Christianity really is about. Um, and he breaks it down so simply mm-hmm. it's, it's like poetry basically. It's like super beautifully written. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, any more thoughts that you wanted to hit on on this one? I don't think so. Um, you know, I think it's, again, it's a good reminder. Um, maybe like the, the one thing that I would probably just like leave us on to think about is uh, just that quote from Mark Hoffman, a person's lifestyle always reflects their image of God. And just think about your own lifestyle, you know, and think about others' lifestyles, um, the choices that they make, the way that they live their life. Um, and it, you know, Jesus said, um, you will know them by their fruits, right? And basically you will, you will know them by what they show you and what they produce um, and the things that they manifest in their life. Mm-hmm. And it's always a good indicator of someone's views and their, and their beliefs. So like, look at your own life. And like, is your image of God correct? Or are there things he needs to work on? Mm-hmm. And, you know, trace them back to the root. You know, like, do I believe that God is good? Do I believe that God is loving? Do I believe that God forgives? Um, there are all sorts of these things maybe that are kind of like wandering around in our minds that maybe haven't gone uh, dealt with that you can kind of, you know, with this maybe motivation, go and explore and go and get uh, maybe some more yeah. truth revealed about. Yeah, one one point that I w- I wanted to leave off on um was uh you know we touched a lot about like just like the vastness of God and like um that it, it could be hard to kind of you know sum it up you know who who is this God, um you know but Mark 
he he's giving a message a message about uh like t- <laughs> sorry Max is going bonkers <laughs> right now. Gosh, Max, Max is taking over. He's like, chill. let me on, put me on, coach. It's so hard to focus when he's like jumping on oh, you and yeah. biting you. It's like, uh. okay, um, but he talks about the fear of God and like mm. letting that kind of be like, when you think of God, like remember, like God, He is a God to be feared. And I was just thinking about um like that should be the image of God. I think that we really center like um our our um our image of God on and we, we, we remember him and we remember that we should fear him and respect him because fe- fearing God ultimately means that we respect him and we, um, we hold him in like high reverence and that we, uh, I don't use the word are, are afraid, but we, we're v- very mindful of consequences, uh, to our actions and that, hmm. uh, he, he isn't mocked and he isn't, um, he isn't, he doesn't waver. He hasn't changed, uh, you know, who God is, is who he is. And then we are the ones that, you know, we work and move around that and who he is. So, right. Yeah. I mean, and, and it sort of is a scary thing a little bit of like, oh, like, do I like have a good, mm-hmm. you know, view and like image of who God is? Like, if not, it's kind of scary of mm-hmm. like, uh, hey, like you're like, you're not worshiping the right God or like you're, you know, you don't know God the same way maybe that you should. Yeah. Or like. Uh, I um I remember in, I think it's like in, in like sixth grade, uh, Caleb Hoffman gave, uh, so in, in, in our junior high group, when you were a part of like the leadership core or whatever, they would make you like at one point give your first message. Yeah. And so Caleb's first message, message I'm pretty sure was about uh, like the fear and fear, fear in the Lord. And it was based off like a message his dad had recently done at the church. Hmm. And I remember I, I didn't know like what that meant and how that looked like. I remember Caleb asking like, um, hey, what does it mean to fear God? And I remember thinking like, I'm scared of God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Caleb just like broke it down and said like, it really at the core means to respect him. Mm-hmm. And all that you do is like based off of that. And that's like really stuck with me. And just like, I feel like whenever the topic of fear in the Lord comes up, it's like, yeah, like I need to be reminded of that. Just this morning I was reading my Bible um, in Joshua and it was one of them was talking about uh, like fearing God. I actually had this little note that I had written a couple of years ago. Some note basically about like, hmm. remember this, like, you know, keep this in the front of your mind, like fear God. You know, I think at the end of the day, like if that's your ultimate view of him and, and if you fear him and you respect him and hold him in high reverence, uh, I think that's going to, you know, keep you in, in high waters and keep you or shouldn't high waters is opposite. But it's going to keep you, um, you know, on the clear right waters. track, like clear waters in there the right track and out of trouble. And, you know, so it's good. <clears throat> Love it. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel like I have a really solid understanding of the second commandment now. Do you? I'm going to give myself a solid B plus. In this <laughs> B plus, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> good grade for yourself. It's not e- too bad. Easy. A good, uh, easy a good 89.9%. You, you know, know I take it easy. All right, crutch boy. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, I'm once again, thank you for listening. Uh, if you like this episode, please share it with a friend. We'd love to hear your thoughts about um, your perception of the second commandment and maybe other thoughts you've had about the, the, the Ten Commandments and um, how you live your life how you uh, see God and view God and and, um, and 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 see him in that light. Uh, don't forget about our three projects we have going on slowly but surely here, but we've got our cultivatingkeep.com slash merch uh, for our t-shirts, hats on the way, uh, hoodies, other things on the way. We've got cultivatingkeep.com slash journal for a 52-week long uh, devotional journal. And then uh, cultivatingkeep.com slash community for a uh, private community with people like you, for you, you to be able to share your thoughts and experiences with. All right, and we will see you in the next one.